This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to The Huddle Podcast. I want to talk about blind spots today on the podcast. We all have these areas of ourselves that we really just can't see very clearly. And I call these blind spots. You know, the habits that we don't know that we have. The moods that we really don't realize we're in. And those tendencies that we have that to us seem very normal, they seem, uh, honestly, they go unseen because they're just a part of how we are or how we've been operating for so long. And so these blind spots can really be killers to our productivity. Um, They can hinder us from achieving true greatness and our goals and getting where we want to go in life. And the best thing that I found for uh, dealing with blind spots is to have trusted mentors, trusted uh, advisors and people in your life that you can be totally honest with and more importantly, who can be totally honest with you. I actually, um, I'm dealing with someone right now who has an incredible amount of blind spots uh, in, in their life. And um, I don't mean that in any sort of condescending or really even in a negative way, because again, we all have blind spots. I have so many of them. It, it goes back to, you know, you don't know what you don't know. You can't see yourself the way that others do. You see yourself through your eyes, right? In the first person perspective, you see yourself differently than other people do. And so it's really helpful to have that perspective uh, from somebody else. And, uh, uh, and so I'm, I'm, you know, I have someone in my life right now who I just has a lot of these and that's okay. That's, that's, that in, in some ways I feel like that's normal. We all probably have more blind spots than we have self-awareness and even the most self-reflective person probably just has a lot more that they don't know about themselves because they lack the capacity or ability to see themselves through the eyes of another person. And so we need mentors and we need people in our life that we can really trust and we can ask the hard questions and we can say, what am I missing here? We can ask questions like, what do you see about me that maybe I don't see? Uh, What are the habits, the tendencies um, that you see in my life? What's something that you feel could possibly be holding me back from achieving uh, my greatest desires and my most ambitious goals? We have to have people to ask these questions to, but we have to be very careful about who we give this sort of position in our life. These are really important people. And they have a lot of power over us. You know, you need to be mindful that selecting a mentor, um, that's a very, very serious thing. And if you don't choose wisely, you could end up with somebody who's giving you well-intended, but really very harmful advice. And so how do you know how to pick a good mentor? Um, how do you know that somebody's going to give you uh, really good quality advice? Well, I have a few tips for you today, 
uh, in uh, eliminating your blind spots through selecting mentors. Uh, First, I recommend that you select a mentor based on somebody you feel really comfortable and open with to start with. Um, You know, you might need to meet this person uh, over the course of a few weeks to a few months. That's what I did with uh, some of my mentors in the past. I just spent some time with them before I officially asked them to uh, be a mentor to me. And I did officially ask them, by the way. I think that's a good thing to do to make your intentions very clear. Uh, you know, it's very flattering and it's something that, you know, not everybody does. Uh, certainly that's true, but, um, it it might feel a little unnatural, but, uh, I found that it's very flattering. You just be honest with somebody and say, Hey, I, you know, I feel like you could be a mentor in my life. Uh, here's what I, I perceive about you. I respect about you. Uh, and I, I wonder if maybe you could be somebody who could speak to these issues in my life. Maybe they're personal issues, professional issues, or even spiritual issues. Um, and so, Make sure that it's somebody that you feel comfortable with. And if you need to take some time to get to know that person better, take that time. It's very, very important because this is somebody who's going to be all up in your business and you need to make sure that you really feel comfortable with them on a very deep level. And if you don't, it's fine. There are many successful people out there uh, and they might be a fine mentor to somebody else, but they're not right for you if they make you consistently uncomfortable. Okay, and this is the whole point of a mentor, in my eyes anyway, is that you know they're going to make you uncomfortable sometimes. If you already start off and you're very, you know, uncomfortable with them, I don't think that that's the best fit. So make sure um, that you're comfortable uh, with whoever you select to be your mentor, or even as I've said before, a prospective mentor. Somebody you say, "Hey, just want to let you know, I, I want to spend some more time getting to know you better because I think you could be." A great mentor um, to me. I also think that you need to look for somebody who is experienced. And a lot of times, this really does just mean age. Somebody who has lived a lot of life, especially if you're looking for a mentor to guide you on a more personal level uh, rather than a business level, there's really just, there's almost um, no substitute for somebody who's just lived a broad spectrum of life. They've seen a lot. Uh, They've done a lot over the course of their many years um, here on earth, and they can really help you as a mentor in that way. If you're looking more for like a business mentor, maybe a health or fitness coach, uh, then you probably just want them to have years of experience in that relevant field or area. But if you're looking for a more, you know, broad or general mentor, then I do recommend that you find somebody who has just lived a lot of life, somebody you can really um, respect for the amount of life that they've lived. And so, you know, so, uh, I, I do recommend that you find somebody, um, who is, you know, older than you, even considerably older than you, if you possibly can, they're just going to have a, a different perspective. And that different perspective is a part of what, uh, I think really gives power to a mentor. They're coming from a totally different place and a totally, um, different perspective. And finally, uh, what I would say about uh, selecting a mentor is you really need somebody who is on track with where you want to go. And I know this might seem obvious. You think, well, yeah, you know, I'd want to select him. But there are many successful people out there. 
And uh, even if you pick somebody in your particular industry or your area of interest, be mindful that there are a lot of subgenres, uh, a lot of you know different little niches um, in in regard to to everything, really. And so, if you can pick a mentor who really understands exactly where you want to go, it's not necessary that they've actually gone exactly there, but that they know and they can. Basically, they're qualified to speak to that specific area. So with health and fitness, for example, if you're looking for that kind of mentor or coach, there are a lot of different subcategories here. I mean, some guys really know how to add muscle and they can, they can bump you up. No, they, you know, they can make you look like Arnold. But if that's not your goal, okay, if your goal is to slim down your waistline, it's probably important that, uh, they know how to do that and accomplish that for you. Otherwise, you're going to be spinning your wheels um, with this person. And uh, and again, mentors, as I said at the start of this podcast, mentors, they can really do a lot of harm um, if you don't choose a mentor wisely because this is somebody that you're giving access to yourself on the deepest level. That's how comfortable you need to feel with them, that you're really able to open up every area of your life to them and nothing is off limits. Uh, If you feel like things are off limits with this person, that could be an indicator that they're not the right fit for you. And when you do find a mentor, uh, the way that you can uncover some of these blind spots is by asking questions, but also by telling your mentor that this is what you want them to do. Just let them know, be upfront with them and say, hey, I realize that I have blind spots in my life like everybody does. And I would like for you to watch me in conversation or if you're seeing this this person at a gym or a company or a church or wherever, uh, if they're able to observe you in that way, give them that freedom and let them know that that's what you're looking for. You're looking for someone who can uncover some of those blind spots uh, for you. Let them know that's what you're looking for. Be honest with them. And I think you'll find that they will start to uncover things you you had no idea was really buried there. I want to leave you with a story about about the power of uncovering a, a blind spot. So many years ago now, uh, this has now been about seven years ago, uh, I was working at the time what was my dream job, and things seemed to be going really well. Um, At least that's what I thought logically and rationally, but I found myself feeling less than well. In fact, I found myself feeling really sick, and I didn't know what was wrong. I thought maybe I had cancer or some other very serious disease, because I had never felt like this in my entire life. I was having stomach problems. I was shaking and trembling, sometimes waking up in the middle of the night, shaking, trembling, feeling incredibly cold, so cold that I had to either go into my car and blast the heater or hop into a uh, a really hot shower to try and calm myself down. I would be sitting down and my heart would just, I mean, literally out of nowhere, I would go from a resting heart rate to a heart rate that felt like maybe 120, 140, 150 beats per minute out of nowhere. I, um, I finally kind of the, the last straw when I started like having to deal with this stuff. Um, I had just a sudden moment 
of terror and panic where I really thought that maybe I was losing my mind. Um, it felt like somebody had died. I felt sad. I felt grieved, but I also felt confused. And at one point, I even sort of was viewing myself like in the third person. I found out later that psychologists call this depersonalization. Um, and it happens a lot with anxiety and specifically it happens with panic attacks, which is what I it turns out I was having. And I had never had one before. And I remember I was talking to my wife about all of this. And she said, I think this is stress. I think this is anxiety. And I told her, I said, that's ridiculous. I said, I've been under more stress than I'm under right now. I mean, I'm working my dream job. I love what I'm doing. If I was stressed, I would know it. And, you know, she was very gentle in her response to me, but very, very firm that, you know, she really thought that this is what was going on. And I remember that that was a turning point for me because it opened the door to me just being able to consider that maybe she was right. Where in the past I said, no way, there's no way this is anxiety or, or pan you know, certainly not panic attacks. Like, why would I start having panic attacks? I've never had those before. You know, I was like a 23 year old guy who had never had a panic attack. Why would that start all of a sudden, you know? And I just didn't believe it, but, but it did open a door and I started thinking about it. And uh, it, it opened me up so that another gentleman came to talk to me and he had observed some of the same things. He's such a nice guy. He sat down in my office and he just laid it all out there and said, hey, look, you know, I don't know what you're going through right now, but I want to let you know what I'm seeing because he had been through stressful anxiety filled things, panic attacks. He had to be, you know, put on some medication by his doctor to deal with it. And he shared his story with me about that. And I remember he just, you know, I told him, I said, well, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think, you know, that's necessarily what's going on. And he just looked at me and said, well, I, I just want you to know, Cody, I feel like you're wearing a lot of hats right now and you're doing a really good job, you know, keeping up with everything. Um, but just, you know, think about it, think about it. And, uh, you know, he was an older gentleman. He had lived, you know, a lot of life and had seen a lot of things I hadn't. And I was very young and inexperienced at, at 23. And it turned out that that was, you know, absolutely right. What my wife had said and what this guy had said is exactly what it was. And I was finally able to go to my doctor and, you know, to get a prescription to help me deal, uh, at least in, in the moment with my anxiety and my panic attacks. But if I didn't have these people in my life, I wonder how long it would have taken me to actually figure this out, that this is what was going on. You see, it was other people that helped to uncover my blind spot. We really just, I, I don't know that we can uncover blind spots on our own. That's the whole point of calling it a blind spot. It's an area of our life that we're just not seeing. And so we have to be open to hearing what other people have to, to share with us, but we got to make sure they're the right people and people that we can trust. So I encourage you, if you do not have a mentor, find one. It will be so rewarding for you to find a personal mentor uh, who can really help you achieve the things in life that you want to and help you uncover those blind spots. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today, and I will talk with you again uh, tomorrow. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. See you tomorrow.